This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you are new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited and happy to have you back. So today we're going to be covering how to tap into our creative energy. How do we tap into this? How do we get into our creative flow? Creativity is becoming more valued the more we understand its power. We know that creativity brings opportunity, change, new perspectives, and ultimately new life. Companies fall short when there isn't enough creativity being sparked in their services or products to stay competitive and relevant in their industry. Aside from other companies, entrepreneurs are rising, and several people are working to create new businesses every single day. The demand for this creative energy is high, whether it is through the use of social media, new business models, artists needing to stand out, or solutions to problems we still have. We need creative energy. And you're probably wondering how to tap into this creative flow yourself. Maybe you get started, but then something comes up and you lose that flow. While your own individual creative energy is unique to you, the human mind does very well with similar techniques and deeper understanding to tap into this. So let's cover some effective ways to get into your creative energy. Number one, eliminate distractions. Distractions are the ultimate killers of creative flow. So we have to know what are considered distractions to us directly. Those distractions vary from person to person depending on our attachments. So here's a guide to figuring out what your distractions may be. Number one, has a habit become over-consuming? I know for me, there are times where I fall into the trap of social media or YouTube more than anything. And I go in with the intention of watching just one video. And we all know how that plays out. Just one video turns into 30 videos. And before I know it, four hours has passed and I have gotten nothing done. (laughs) I have gotten zero work done. And I definitely feel as though I've wasted my energy now that I have because we have this limited window of when our brain is super active. And so now I've really lost that momentum and energy to be able to dive into my creative flow. So that is number one, has a habit become over consuming? Number two, Do you become anxious in the engagement with a certain subject, such as other people or your phone or just anything that creates any type of reaction from you? Whenever you're engaging with it or not engaging with it, are you feeling that anxiety? I'm going to use myself as an example. When I post something on social media, I may start to feel a level of anxiety because I'm wondering and I'm thinking, oh, did it get enough 
feedback? Did it post? Did it go through? Does it look right? How does it look? Did they see it? And it just starts to build a level of anxiety. So that is actually a a strong distraction, right? And number three, when you see a certain subject, do you get caught in thinking more about it than just a few minutes? Like you see it and then you keep thinking about it or something catches your eye and you're like, oh, I really got to do that. You know, a lot of times we don't realize that there's just these little details that we may see. There might be a dent in the wall or there might be uh, something we keep forgetting or there might be a nagging deadline about something we've been procrastinating on or there may be something that we just keep thinking about more than a few minutes, more than necessary. And sometimes I know for me personally, I might get a little lazy and I might see my, you know, some things scattered about in the bathroom and I know it's cluttered and I don't feel like doing it at the time. And I'm like, oh, I really got to get that done. Oh, it's so stressful. Oh, I can't stand looking at it. Oh, uh, just clean it, <laughs> right? Just clean it. So it becomes a distraction when we're seeing certain things that start to trigger us for more than a few minutes. And then number four, do you have any thoughts that consume your mind more than 20% of your day that does not contribute to your creative flow? So I point this out because there are so many things that may be a distraction to others that may not be a distraction to you, right? Or sometimes it could be the same tool that can be used in various ways. It could be used to hinder you or used to add value to your life. So for my phone, if I'm utilizing my phone 20% of the time to learn more about how to be more creative or to become inspired or to network and speak to other people, well, it's contributing. But if I'm using my phone for 20% of the day to watch mindless TikTok or YouTube videos, now it's a distraction. So know that if there's something that's taking up about 20% of our day, which is roughly around five hours, and you can actually, you know, track your time on your phone, or you can, you know, kind of track your time a little bit. If you notice that there's something that's about five hours ish per day, which five times seven is 35 hours. If you see something's around 35 hours that you're spending your time on, this can literally just be conversation, could be talking, could be out shopping, could be out doing something that's just not contributing to your creative goals. It is a distraction. So I'll let you all figure that part out. So those are some ways in which we can determine, is this a distraction or is this something that's actually helping me? Because when we listen to blanket statements like, well, your phone is a distraction, social media is a distraction, it may actually not be a distraction if you're utilizing it in the proper way. Number two for tapping into your creative energy is going to be creative immersion. So we are like sponges in regards to absorbing the energy around us, which can be a positive or a negative thing. And it is so important to be completely immersed into creative environments and to be around creative individuals to help your mind spark more creativity. 
We can become smart through inspiration, through competition or curiosity of our own capabilities. So immerse yourself not only in general creative environments with lots of colors or unique shapes or patterns, but also in creative environments that are more focused on what you would like to create. So if you're focused on wanting to create better music, immerse yourself in creative environments that are surrounded by music. And it doesn't have to be a very specific genre because as we all know, creative energy is unique, right? So if we want to be unique, we need to listen to different types of music to really make it creative. Otherwise, we're just copy and pasting. So it's about narrowing down your environment to kind of the area that you want to focus on, but not too specific that you just become more of this copy and paste type of energy, right? So we want to kind of bring ourselves into this similar environment. Maybe we're focused on photography. Maybe we're focused on the other side of creativity, which is inventing or problem solving. Whatever the cause may be, we need to surround ourselves with that. Learn as much as possible about the thing you want to create to expand your mind further on creative ideas. Number three way to tap into your creative energy is solitude. So spending time alone in solitude can work wonders, just allowing your mind to wander. It places a pause on all of the external stimuli that surround you to allow yourself to get in touch with your own inner world. So set aside some time to be with yourself. You could go outdoors or find a safe space where no one has access to you. So you can just breathe and let what comes up come up. Whatever thoughts or feelings or ideas you're having or concepts or, oh, what's this, what's this, what's this? Allow for those things to come up and bring like a notebook or journal with you so you can document whatever you have. Maybe you see something, you take a picture of it, whatever it is, just allow for yourself to be away from things that can pull your energy away, that can distract you, that can bring upon stress or someone says, Hey, what are you doing? Da, 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 da. And someone just kind of interjects those thoughts that you're having and you're trying to get in that creative flow and someone may come in and interject when you're in that process. So it's extremely important if you want to get into this creative flow that you're going to need that time for solitude. You don't have to be in solitude all the time, 24 seven, but maybe you set aside just a day out of the week to focus on creativity. Maybe you set aside a week out of the month. Maybe you set aside a whole month out of the year or whatever. Just something where you are removing yourself from the hustle and bustle of what is distracting you and you have time to just go completely within. And sometimes this is not only a place, but a time. So if you need a specific time that has as much quiet as possible, then take advantage of that because that is going to work wonders in your creativity. If you get up super early before everyone else, it gives you a little bit of time to focus on those creative juices flowing. You know what I mean? So just focus on having that solitude, that time alone with yourself, not to just be alone and stare at the wall and complain about being lonely, but having that time to just take a break from what's happening in the outside world Go within and allow for yourself to just be and flow. Number four way of tapping into your creative energy is going to be meditation. 
So meditation goes hand in hand with solitude, but it's just about doing some deep breathing and really putting your mind at ease, allowing the body to relax and create a type of flow that will start to diminish any blockages that are hindering your creative energy. So just take some time to meditate. I have so many guided meditations here that you can listen to. There will, of course, be a guided meditation on creativity alone, so I'm sure that's going to be amazingly impactful for you. (laughs) So definitely stay tuned at the end of the month so you can tune into that guided meditation and just allow for yourself to relax. Relaxation is key. When we relax, I just want you to picture this for a moment. When you're stressed or when you have these thoughts or fears or frustrations that come up, they're kind of like little kinks that come up, right? They're like these little kinks in your system and your creative energy is trying to flow through like a river but then there's like these big boulders that get in between of those and it just kind of blocks the way that that water can flow right it puts a stop there so when you relax and you just take a deep breath and just have some ease it can start to flow more, can completely start to flow. Just as a side note, you'll definitely want to check out the Sacral Chakra episode if you haven't listened to that. It's a part of the Chakra 101 series where I go over each chakra and the Sacral Chakra is very tied to creativity. So that can also be very helpful for you with tapping into your creative flow. Number five is going to be to focus on lack constructively. Now, I know, I know, I know this tip might be counterintuitive from what we've all heard within the spiritual community, but I'm going to differ in this concept. I'm going to say you need to focus on lack, focus on what's not working, right? So I know that we're beginning to learn more about positive thoughts and focus on gratitude and affirm positive thoughts and statements and avoid lack thoughts at all costs because you'll attract it into your life. But I personally have a different perspective on this. While we have a positive effect on our mental health and our nervous system by focusing on what we're grateful for, we don't activate or engage with our creativity by only shifting our perspective on things. When we focus on what's not working with the intention, that's why I said constructively, With the intention of creating a solution, we are awakening that creative flow. We are using our minds to make changes. When things come up that grab our attention, such as lack of income, poor relationships, boredom, or unsatisfactory scenarios, it is your soul and your mind alerting you that there is a problem. But not just a problem, an opportunity for you to create a solution. It's helpful for that moment to be able to calm down, to focus on what I'm grateful for, but it continues to come up over and over and over again if I don't do something about it. So when I move forward through the lack and begin to create ideas, experiment and test it out until I find what sticks, I'm able to solve what's really bothering me and then share some solutions with others that may expand their lives in different ways. 
So if you have a problem or something that's nagging at you, utilize gratitude to buy yourself enough time to calm down if you need to. But don't stop there. Push through it and birth and create new solutions. Learn from other creators as well. All right. So imagine that, you know, this is kind of like this general advice that we're getting where you just don't have enough money, right? You don't have enough money, not enough money is coming in, you're feeling broke, right? And you're feeling stressed about the money. And it's like, oh, I don't have any money. Oh my gosh, this is not going to work out. Blah, 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 blah. And in general, we're starting to get this advice to just think positive. Well, look at what you do have. Just be grateful for your experience. (laughs) And I get that, but that doesn't solve my problem. I need money. I need money. And that is actually a good sign. That means that where I was before in comparison to now, it shows that I'm growing. It shows that I'm expanding, but I might be expanding too fast. I'm not changing my income with the rate of which I'm expanding. So I need to take a step back and start to create some ideas, create some thoughts, create some solutions that can generate more income for me. So you may feel like you don't have something that you want, or maybe you're in a relationship that you don't want. Are you going to just feel grateful for the relationship you don't want? Or are you going to create some other solution to not be in that relationship anymore or to create a healthier environment for the relationship or to do something? We have to take ownership. It's not just about just be positive, just be grateful, think of something else. That completely shuts down and suppresses your creative purpose. Imagine of all the people that decided to create something for problems that we're seeing today, creating programs for people that can't think past a certain space in their mind to create solutions and to create something out of tragedy to create opportunities for others imagine if those people just said well I'm just going to think positive about it I'm just going to just be grateful that well at least they're alive no You're suppressing your ability as human to create when you do that. So while yes, we don't want to be totally negative, what I'm saying is if you feel negative, there's nothing wrong with feeling negative, push through the negativity and don't just stop at the negativity. Think of a creative solution to get through it. Utilize this as an opportunity, as a challenge for you to overcome it. You would not be facing this challenge if you were not growing right? So lack equals opportunity. Utilize that and create something within that lack that you're experiencing. Now, of course, I'm not telling you to be ungrateful or to not appreciate the things that you have in your life, because as we all know, they can always be taken away and some things can always be worse. However, what I'm saying is don't just stop there, right? Allow for yourself to choose to be grateful for the things that are working, but don't focus on just the energy of trying to feel better, right? We get in this trap 
of, well, I don't feel good or I don't feel happy or I don't feel better. Okay, let's take some steps. Let's take some actions. Let's create something to bring that into our reality. If something is wrong, there's a reason why we feel that. It does not need to be dismissed or to be swept under the rug or to be brushed over or to just say, well, at least I have this and then just continue to stay in that vicious cycle. Focus on gratitude and gratefulness for the moments that you truly feel grateful. Don't try to force your gratitude in the moments of when you're feeling uncomfortable or that uneasiness or you're feeling pain and discomfort. That is a huge red flag that something needs to change. And I feel that we dismiss that quite often because we're so focused on just trying to feel better or I don't want to affect my frequency. So I, I better just focus on being grateful because if I'm grateful, then I'll attract more things to myself. No, focus on what you are capable of. Focus on your creative abilities. Put yourself back in the driver's seat and co-create with source, with universe, with God. Co-create with that energy. When you're not actively engaging with being creative or being a natural born creator by creating your own reality, expressing what is within you or inventing new ideas and concepts and tools or whatever it is that's going to impact not only your life, but the lives of others. When you shut that down, you're not even living. So it's very, very crucial that yes, gratefulness, gratitude, it can be an amplifier when you receive the things that you do want. However, I just don't believe to be in a state of gratitude in an environment that you don't want. Activate your inner creator at that point. Number six with tapping into your creative energy is going to be inner child wisdom. Now, as a child, all children are more tapped into this creative energy, right? We come in as our natural born selves, which are creators. So a lot of times they're just creating, not necessarily problem solving just yet, not necessarily creating with intention, but they're just flowing, right? They're just playing, they're being creative, they're drawing little squiggly lines. They're not thinking, oh my gosh, is, is this gonna get me a raise? No, they're, they're just creating. Tap into that energy. What did you enjoy doing as a child? Was it writing? Was it drawing? Was it finger painting? Was it playing with dolls? Was it playing with cards? Was it playing outside? Was it sports? Whatever that is. That's kind of like your blueprint of creativity. That's just that first foundation. And whenever we're feeling like we're stuck or we're not able to create, it's best to go back to what you know best. Go back to that blueprint of creativity of what you first started doing as a child naturally and see if that pulls you through and gets you back into that creative flow. So can you remember some things you did as a child that would be considered creative? Anything. 
and this is not for you to put something on display. This is just for you to tap into that creative energy to get into your flow. And so now for our bonus tip is actually going to be getting proper sleep and dreaming. So if you take some time, write some questions down. What are you having trouble with creating a solution for? What are you having trouble getting answers to? And I've heard of so many philosophers doing this, but actually writing them down before you go to bed, going to sleep, getting a good night's rest. And if you have any dreams, anything that stands out, symbolism or any messages that come through those dreams, jot them down and see if there's any correlation to solving your questions. So this concludes our episode on tapping into your creative energy. I hope that this is helpful for you. If you have any tips, definitely share. You can follow me at HeartBlendHost on Instagram. I did change it if you've been following me for a while, but yes, follow me at HeartBlendHost. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is HeartBlend Podcast.